Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me Brian Wong, one of the co-founders of Green Work Apparel. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Jason. And we're going to talk about how to balance entrepreneurship with a full-time job. This is a good one. I actually wrote um, a really intense blog post about this like 10 years ago because I was running multiple businesses and it, it's hard. I mean, this, I mean, just tell me like right off the bat, like what's it like juggling a corporate career as well as being an entrepreneur? Like what kind of insights can you provide to my audience as well as uh, any experience that you can offer? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, right off the bat would be time, right? Uh, time is definitely uh, a bit of a constraint when, when you're trying to do uh, basically both things uh, in parallel. Um, and I would say just uh, needing to be resourceful, uh, needing to be efficient, right? Like you kind of fit things in, right? So for example, I'm using my lunchtime to do this podcast. Would be <laughs> one of them. But I, I'm serious, right? Like, and, feel, uh, feel free to eat a snack while we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Right. Uh, and then, and then, uh, uh, and then there are other times that you, you, you need to be flexible about things. Um, you know, the, the good thing about phones these days is that like you basically can do so many things right. with your phone, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, the fact that we are a online business, right. Uh, more or less. And, uh, also, uh, you can still have access to your, uh, company, uh, software. I also work in tech in my, in my job. So, you know, just leveraging technology to help, uh, myself being, uh, more accessible to everything that I need to, uh, that, that just make it a lot easier, but no, like definitely the, uh, the time constraint is, is definitely there. Uh, and I would say another part is that, you know, for, for someone doing it in parallel, uh, mm-hmm. would be the constant shift, uh, shifting of gears, you know, uh, for one minute, I'm thinking and talking about like as, as an entrepreneur. So I need to think, you know, more big picture, more strategic, uh, uh, you know, like, and, and also just, uh, knowing how to talk to, you know, clients and all that. And then the next moment I will be, uh, you know, working as an employee, working for somebody. And so now I become more tactical. I become more of a contributor, uh, of a team. And so I think that shifting of gear is also something that, uh, you know, people may not have considered uh but but it's yeah because a lot of times when you're a lot of times you're when you're working in a corporate job you know you have a job title and and you have a lane of tasks that you have to accomplish in a specific field whereas when you're turning on the shifting the gear like you mentioned into the entrepreneurship now you got to wear 17 different hats you got to do marketing business technology you know biz dev research and development and god knows how many other things you have to do so yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of mindset and a different kind of shift. Um, I like what you said about the phones because I remember when the iPhone was first invented and I was shackled. This is, this is my philosophy behind it is I was shackled to a desk, right? I was constantly the slave of a computer. And when the mm-hmm. iPhones came, I felt like those chains got broken and I was able to now not do everything, of course, because you can't do mm-hmm. a lot of intense tasks, you know, graphics, videos, and lots yeah, of things yeah. that, rec- you know, there's a lot of stuff you can't do from a, from a phone, um, although it's starting to maybe change. But now I'm going to yeah. say um, with artificial intelligence, machine learning languages, now things are going to like a whole new level. So what, what's your take on that? Is that able to help you balance your business goals um, while also making a social impact? Because ChatGPT is all over the news and like we're all using it for, for different reasons. What? What's your um, take on it? Yeah, I think I think uh, you know uh, you know I work in tech and and I used to work as a as a management consultant as well before that 
uh, also kind of more more or less in you know in in the tech space a little bit. Uh, and and I always say like technologies and enablers. You know, uh, uh, you know, no matter what we do, uh, whether it's you know at a corporate job or running a business, like even think about it, like people at this point may not be able to connect. Uh, you know, AI with uh, fashion, right? Uh, I mean, a fashion business now, right? Or, uh, but but there are definitely like I, I think at the end of the day, like, as a business owner or even just people working in the, uh, any space, knowing uh, the technology enough, like oh, I always say, be dangerous enough, right? So that you're not being controlled by it. But right. Then it's, like, you're controlling <laughs> well, it, right? The machines uh, are coming, right? We got to be careful. Exactly. Scott, and Skynet. So, <laughs> exactly. So just understand what it does. Uh, uh, you know, know enough. Uh, and then, and yeah, think, think about applications too, right? Uh, I mean, there are like, like we, we, we work on designs and there are, you know, uh, these not, not chat GPT, but I think another version of it that right. you basically can just put in, uh, words and some instructions or specs and then they will come up with a drawing, right? They right. keep having these like news about like, oh, their drawing is better than human months. Now debatable, right? Uh, but, but I think. For us, then, as a as a business owner, then I'm thinking about okay, maybe in my next batch of product, would it be uh, meaningful to test out whether this is something that can actually work? Can I, you know, design my clothes? So not so much my clothes, but maybe the graphic of it when I put on a hoodie or put on a sweater. Can that be coming out from some kind of like you know AI or machine learning algorithm? And would that actually work uh, for the market? Right. So you, something like this that we always have to think. You know, about. you're bringing up a good point because like I'm hearing you say that. Is it right for the business? And like you're talking about something like Midjourney or Dolly. I've been using Midjourney for about a year to create AI art, and it's yeah, pretty yeah, su- yeah. pretty successful in my social media campaigning. Yeah. But what what I'm curious about is there's a line, right? Um, I, yeah. I I go on Reddit and I read people's posts about like I just made you know twenty thousand dollars a month with this online business, but then when people talk about what the business is, it's the moral compass is off. Like, was it worth making a profit off of? potentially people's strife and, and grief and, and, and other issues, right? So how do you balance that? How do you, you know, say, okay, more profitability is there, but the social part is not like the morals are not like, is that part of what you're talking about? Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I think that's always has to be in, in consideration, right? Like, I mean, there are so many ways uh, to make money. Uh, even it, it may not be something that very black and white, like, oh, this is, you know, this is ethical and that is not like, it may not be that clear. But it will be little things like, um, you know, like, for example, the way that we, we do our pricing or like uh, uh, the way that we make our products. So, um, uh, you know, so for example, like all of our products right now that we sell uh, on uh, on our retail side of things, uh, they are all made with end of line materials. Right. So we are basically taking uh, in our factory uh, in China, uh, basically you know, they always have some leftover materials, mm-hmm. right? That they will just push it to the waste field. Just throw and it out. Like, okay, can we take those to make our product so that we are at least circulating? Interesting. Thing. So uh, I think we always ask that question. Uh, now, do we always have the, the solution for it? I, I cannot guarantee, but on everything that we do, you know, whether it's like, you know, contracting with a freelancer or like when, when we are like, um, you know, thinking of ways to make our products or the way that we do social media, or the way that we do marketing, right? right so there's always uh, a because, thought, there's always a thought process behind everything you're doing. You always. don't just throw things out there. You have, it sounds like you have a sustainability mindset as well. Yeah. So you're trying to, I guess you're trying to incorporate that into your brand. That's what is, so how do you do that exactly? How do you incorporate 
because this is a big question um, entrepreneurs ask me all the time. I have a startup, I have an idea, and I have a brand. How do I incorporate them all together so that the messaging comes out clear as day to anybody watching my videos or my content? Yeah, I, 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 I think I think we are um, kind of uh, testing different ways of doing it as well. I won't say we're expert at it, but I think so far, I mean, so we have kind of officially launched for like three, four months now. And um, one thing that I think we realize is that we need to be more consistent with our messages. We we cannot be too greedy when it comes to what you want to communicate, uh, you know, with, you know, one present, you know what I mean? So with my, with, with, with our Instagram, what do we want to tell people? What do I, I the questions that I, I always ask or I always tell uh, you know, people that we work with is that, okay, we are putting out this post, we put out this picture or this reel or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Peter saw it or Julie saw it. What do we want them walk away thinking about? Now it can be multiple things, but it cannot be too far apart. You know what I mean? And, and so I think that's a part that, uh, you know, uh, I, I think when we first started off, we were okay, well, we want, you know what, people know us about storytelling. We want them to know us about uh, being, uh, you know, uh, uh, using more ordinary people as models. Uh, uh, and, and User-generated user generated right. content. So exactly, UGC, right? UGC has grown a lot in the past year or two years, even maybe even longer than that. Exactly. So, so we want too many things. You want to, but the thing is that, like, how can you say all those things in one post, right? Like, that's or, or my question. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly. what a lot, so, that's what a lot of people ask me. I mean, I, I, I go off of the same thing you said. Uh, storytelling is key because if you're trying to sell a product to somebody, they, they're sold to all day long and ads are just rampant. But if you're telling a story and showing somebody dealing with an issue or not an issue, something fun or exciting. And then kind of here's the end goal. Here's the feeling you get from using this product. Maybe that's kind of what you're saying is what feeling did they walk away from? Is that what you're saying? Like yeah. what was, what was no, the emotion, exactly. the emotional response? Like, yeah. I mean, it, interpretation is something that we cannot control obviously. Right. But what we can say is that, Hey, they walk away. Like, you know, when you go to bed, bath and beyond, you always come out feeling the same way, right? Like everyone, (laughs) you always come out now with online presence. It's a bit harder to do those things because obviously it's not physical, but it's like same thing, right? Does everyone walk out, uh, come out, uh, logging off your, your website feeling the same way or like, you know, uh, when, when they, after they saw your page on IG, do they feel the same vibe? Uh, And that's something that not that we came out with ourselves. It's something that we saw, uh, also, some of, many other brands doing it exactly makes sense to imitate. Imitation is the best form of flattery, and um, you mentioned freelancers, right? So I want to touch base a little bit on the fact that you're running this remotely. I assume the pandemic mm-hmm. has caused everybody to start working remotely. Of course, what does it take to build a legit business from scratch, being fully remote, not having an office with people in it? Like, what, what's that like, and how did you do it? Uh, it's funny because we literally, uh, so our uh, chief content creator, he's based out of Portugal. Uh, and uh, we actually just flew him in uh, to make a bunch of content with us. He, he stayed here for two weeks. But before that, the first six months, I never met him. Wow. I'm going to see him in person. We literally met online. You That's know, crazy. Like, like uh, we used Upwork and then we found him, right? And uh, 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 but long story, I think fundamentally, certain things has to be there, right? right? First is that obviously I need to like, the work that they do so the good thing about freelancers versus like you know about what i see in corporate uh job interview is that they are required to put out their portfolio right you know you see the content what i've done you can see it sometimes you can even touch it so you know 
okay, I, it's like more proven versus like reading words and interpreting from like a know, resume. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's one good thing about it. Now, uh, and then from that point on, I think, you know, when, even though when it's virtual, sometimes you can tell whether there's like kind of chemistry or mm-hmm. like, you know, do you see things the same way? Um, and, are there, uh, are there, and, are there values aligned with yours? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Uh, uh, and, and, and also like, and then kind of, you know, a, a bit of the tech or agile approach, which is, okay, fine. Okay. Seems like it's, it's, it checks out, you know, the, the check out the boxes that we have. Let's give it a try before we commit to a longer term. I right. think that's also one thing that we do. One, we cannot commit to everyone that we work with is a long-term employee immediately. Right. But also like that gives us an opportunity to say, okay, if this works out, then we continue. If it doesn't, then, you know, no harm, no foul, right? Like It's like, it's like, a, tri- it's like a trial period. Like here's a task exactly. for you to accomplish on tech. For example, if you're able to build this, yeah. you know, processing system or algorithm, I'll yeah. bring you on for the next six months or two months or whatever amount of time. That makes sense. It's a, it's a good probationary period. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, I think the, the uh, constant communication that I going back to t- technology, you know, like, I remember one time my boss told me like, I, I think I did something wrong or something. And then he said like, there are 16 different ways you can contact me. Right. That's what he told me. <laughs> and I was like, that is so true. I'm the same there way. Are so many ways that you can communicate. And so don't afraid, don't be afraid to over communicate. It will be my advice when we are running a remote business or like remote model, uh, because you, you know, sometimes people, you know, things don't get through the first time. So you just need to, right. and when you're not there next to them, uh, sometimes you just need to talk more often. Oh, great. And before we close out the episode, I want to hear more about Norman's and Green Work Apparel and your social impact yeah. in society and like, yeah. you know, what's all about and where, and where yeah. people can find you as well. Yeah. So Green Work Apparel is our uh, customization line. So for example, like, you know, let's just say, you know, a certain fast food chain, they want to make us, you know, some uh, shirts for their employees or what they wanted to give away. We can, you know, fulfill that kind of like uh, request. Uh, Norman's is our retail line in North America. Uh, meaning it's uh, in a way it's like a typical online store you go on and then you can buy products that are designed by us. Right. Uh, now, I will touch on the sustainability part. The two things that we do, uh, especially with Normans, uh, that is uh, trying to align with sustainability practices. One is that, like I mentioned earlier, all of our products are made with end-of-line materials. Mm-hmm. So those materials are supposed to go into the wasteland. That's super important. We, yeah, we recirculate that and then we now use it 100% of product are all made with those. So now the challenge on us would be, I don't get to dictate how many units I get to make for each piece because it's like, well, you know, we only have so many materials, right. you know, remaining, right? Uh, but that's something that we do. Uh, and then the other part is that with our packaging, uh, we actually uh, collaborating with uh, uh, a startup in Hong Kong called Invisible Bag. So they produce these bags that looks like plastic bag, but they're not plastic. Mm. They are actually water soluble material. Very cool. And if you put it on uh, water that is 80 degrees Celsius or above, it will just dissolve. No wow. toxins, uh, no plastic. Very so cool. Again, that's another way for us to take away the kind of, you know, contribution of plastics to the world. Uh, so those are the things that we do. Uh, if you want to find us uh, for Normans, you can go to uh, normansapparel.com. Uh, uh, that okay. will be where you can find our product. And um, and and for the um, custom made, that's greenworkapparel.com. Yes, that's greenworkapparel.com. Uh, yes. Great, awesome. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. this. Was awesome. Hopefully, uh, you guys learned something from this episode, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah.
Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.